Welcome everyone, and this is the very first edition of the Final Down NFL podcast with me, Jim, along with Denver Dave and Punk Raider. We're here to talk to you about the NFL. How's it going, boys? It's good. I think I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure I'm on the wrong podcast. What's going on? We are no longer in a royalist society. We're now full republic with me on judge. Viva la Republica. Yeah. How are we doing, though? Yeah, not bad. I'm good. I'm Broken good. the shackles it's been a while. of the Jim and the King NFL podcast. This is the new new look, new time for us, and uh, we're looking forward to a very important season, a very exciting season. I've been, I've been thinking about this. So Punk's got his little nickname. Someone called me Denver Dave, and it stuck. And then we've just got Jim. 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 You need a no nickname. Need I've, I've been thinking about this, right? Oh, God. So you, need, you need something that's synonymous. <laughs> with pittsburgh you can't go for pittsburgh gym that doesn't sound right no you can't go for steeler gym that sounds a bit wrong but you want some of the is representative of your team and of course what's the one thing that everyone thinks about with the steelers terrible towel so from now on you are terrible gym <laughs> that works right terrible gym get out of here dave <laughs> outrageous uh, hashtag terrible gym everyone needs to start that trending <laughs> i'm on it Let's go. Mm-hmm. So a lot of go. things have changed, guys. Some things will stay the same. Some of our features will be uh, the same, but we've got a load of new stuff to do this year. Um, first of all, check out the new website. So thefinaldown.com, thegymtheking.com is no longer there. So thefinaldown.com is where you want to go. Also follow us on Twitter at finaldownnfl. And uh, last but not least, if you want to become more than just a listener, if you want to become part of our Ooh. Patreon community, we now have a Patreon, boys and girls. So that is patreon.com slash final down. If you want to uh, give us a little bit of money Dream. just to keep us going, we will give you extra content. There's already the first post up um, that you can go and check out. And if for the price of less than a cup of coffee a week, you can get some extra content and say that you are part of the final down community. It will mean everything to us if you do it. So thank you very much in advance. And if not, well, we completely don't understand why you've done that. So um Without further you mean we're letting we... people into the inner circle? Well, What's we may going be. on here? Inch What's by going inch? on here? We're a republic now. We need to be a little bit more oh. open and inclusive. So yeah, <laughs> patreon.com slash final down, at final down NFL, and the final down.com where you'll catch all of our stuff on there, except for the Patreon stuff. So before we go into our main feature tonight, boys, the preseason is done. We should do some news uh, before moving into the main feature. The biggest news that came just today, thank you very much to the New England Patriots, uh, is that Cam Newton, former NFL MVP, has been released by the New England Patriots following the end of the preseason schedule. Coach Bill Belichick has said repeatedly that Newton was the team's starting quarterback, but they had to re-establish that position or someone would have to play better than him. And it looks like rookie Mac Jones has done just that, in Belichick's view at least. Mac Jones finished the preseason 36 of 52 for 389 yards with one touchdown and no interceptions. He played 107 snaps. That's easily the highest amongst the Patriots quarterbacks. Newton started every preseason game, but didn't play as much overall, just 39 snaps in total. He finished the preseason 14 of 21 for 162 yards with one touchdown and one interception. Instant thoughts there, boys? Well, he shot himself in the foot, hasn't he? Really, this Do preseason. I? Who, Cam? Cam. Yes. Yeah. He's, um, you know, refused to get vaccinated, which will have annoyed Bill in the first place. And then... Because he's had to, you know, take breaks and stuff, he's given Mac the uh, opportunity to take his job, which he stepped up and done. So, you know, it's 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 really not that much of a surprise, to be honest. Um, yeah, 
interesting I'm, new new start for the Patriots. I'm surprised that it's happened this early. I thought maybe you know two or three weeks in. Their, their first sort of five or six fixtures are pretty uh, favourable to them. Let's say. I don't think they've got a particularly terrible start to the season. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought, to be honest, they'd, they'd stick with Cam. And then, you know, when when things start getting the better of him, they'd just move off him and, you know, give Mac Jones that little bit more time to sort of adapt to his style. But it, it kind of makes sense when you think about it, because if they're going to start the new regime now, then start it whilst he's got, you know, a nice start to the season. Because otherwise, if you're bringing him in after five or six weeks, he's immediately facing adversity. They, The Patriots ended last season with the third highest rated offensive line on PFF. Now, since then, they've added Trent Brown from um, the Raiders as well. And the, the offensive line is just getting stronger and stronger. So you're essentially putting a rookie quarterback in behind one of the strongest offensive lines with a defense that he can you know, that, that will also alleviate pressure on him. And historically, they've always had a decent run game. So of all the new, of all the rookies that were going to come in, even though he was one of the latter ones taken, it kind of makes sense that he's one of the first ones to actually go in, if that makes sense. It doesn't doesn't feel ridiculous. I think the thing with Mac Jones is you kind of saw his ceiling at Alabama. So no one's expecting him to get markedly better than he already is. At the same time, his floor was very high as well. So... And also with an easy start to the season, if you're looking at that schedule, Dave, and you think it's kind of, you know, nice for a, a rookie to come into and get some points and not get hit up too bad, then that's exactly the time you want him to go in rather than against the kind of buzzsaw of, of good defences. But as it works out, you've got veteran Brian Hoyer now expected to serve as Jones's primary backup. And the team has 2009 fourth round pick Jarrett Stidham on the pup list, physically unable to perform list, as a possible option later in the season. Um yeah, the Patriots had re-signed Newton to a modest one-year deal in March that included $3.5 million in guaranteed money. Newton would have earned $5.1 million if he was healthy on the roster as a backup, with incentives that up to the potential package to as much as $13.6 million if he was the starter and the team got into the playoffs. But he's not, so he won't. So there we go. <laughs> but no, I mean, Mac Jones has played at the highest level in college football, I mean, playing every week for Alabama, you are playing for the premier team. And mm. He's handled that pressure perfectly. Um, if you look at their opening fixtures, I mean, they open record. up against the Dolphins. Yeah, if they open up against the Dolphins, uh, that's a very difficult game. Um, mm. So you'll, you'll park that one. But then you've got the Jets, the Saints. I mean, historically, the Saints without Drew Brees have been pretty dire, and I expect them to be the same this season. Mm-hmm. Um, then they've got the Buccaneers again that's going to be a very tough one but then you've from there it's you've kind of got an open straight you've got the texans now the you know, i mean come on and you've got the cowboys who last season had an awful defense they've got no real pass rush to speak of that's followed by the jets then you've got the chargers and who knows what they'll be this season and the panthers so there's no apart from take away the buccaneers and the dolphins and you know, it's it's a nice start to the season. It's not a terrible start. So you kind of get why they've gone that way. New England in soft schedule, shocker. I know, right? <laughs> no, I, I think it makes perfect opinion, sense. His, his ability to go through uh, progressions has looked pretty solid. He, he's, you know, again, he, he should, he's done everything you want him to do. He's lost 20-odd pounds. He's looking a bit sleeker now. He's... He's looking uh, a bit more fleeting of foot. So, yeah, go for it. Why not? It, it, it makes perfect sense for me. 
The one thing it does do is, of course, put Cam out there for anyone that needs a backup quarterback. It does, doesn't it? So that's the next question is where, where does Cam go? Because there's still an, another shadow lurking around the, uh, the NFL as a potential trade target. But let's say that that person isn't available, that Derek Watson. Then who will come in for Cam? Bearing in mind that he's surely shown that he can take a relatively cheap deal to get some game time. But let's be honest. You know, there's always an injury or two, week one, week yeah. two. Um, you know, we've seen it before. I think your quarterback is a prime <laughs> example of one that oh, doesn't like staying particularly healthy. Um, and let's be honest, your backup room is not probably the greatest going. So oh, if something right. were to happen there, hmm. uh, that could be a possible landing spot. But yeah, I mean, there's there's a there's a few places he could go. You think he could um, Jay you know, just sit on the sofa for a few weeks and just bide his time? I, I think, think he right has to. Now, I think right now there is no spot for him. Everyone's going to be happy with their quarterback room. Um, everyone is going to be, you know, happy to run with who they have. And I think you're absolutely right, Punk. Injuries happen. There's going to be an injury somewhere. It might well be in, you know, in might might well be in New Orleans. All of a sudden, you get a couple of injuries. There's a there's a gadget play out there that uh, that ends up injuring the backup, and then all of a sudden, you know, they're down to one guy, and they might bring Cam in, and before you know it, Cam's first game might be against the Patriots in Week Three. Who knows? It could it could literally happen anyway. You, there will be an injury, and it will open a spot, and that's where Cam's most likely going to be landing. But right now all being well and everything being par without any injuries, he's not going anywhere. He's not, no one's going to sign him. He won't get signed this week, but he'll he'll be signed oh, by the end of week two. There you go. You heard it here first. Let's move on to another QB trade that did actually happen in the last week. And that's the Jacksonville Jaguars have traded quarterback Gardner Minshew II to the Philadelphia Eagles for a conditional 2022 sixth round pick. That was announced on Saturday. The sixth round pick could rise to a fifth rounder if Minshew's involved in 50% of the plays in three games this season. Uh, those are what sources told ESPN's Adam Schefter. CJ Bethard's now the top backup spot in uh, in Jacksonville behind Lawrence. Bethard has completed 22 of 30 passes for 223 yards and three touchdowns in the two preseason games. And Minshew joins an Eagles QB room that includes Jalen Hurts and veteran Joe Flerko. The Eagles released Nick Mullins after the trade was announced. Minshew is expected to be third on the depth chart initially behind Hertz and Flacco. What do you reckon, guys? This is a bit of a weird one to me because Minshew played pretty well when he was allowed to play and you haven't got anything back from him except from the sixth round pick, which you gave up to get him in the first place. Yeah. I, for me, it's... it's... Thing, why you know why are the Eagles so bothered about bringing in a quality backup? Joe Flacco's done okay. He did okay with the Jets last season. The Jets were terrible when he did as well as could be expected. Looked pretty solid with the Broncos the season before that. Wasn't spectacular, but then did as well as anyone else did, and only left only really got dumped out of the team because of injury. Prior to that, he looked okay. He didn't look brilliant. I mean, he's not going to, but he did okay. So, is it the question for me? Is is more are the Eagles not sold on Hurts? Are they looking They've for an ulterior? Sixth round pick, Dave. It's not. This is no stain on Hurts. No, but but they've. Is it not because they've if brought they, in? If they traded who's... him for Watson. Then maybe I'd say they were. Well, no, that's sold ridiculous. On Come on, have a word with yourself. No, because what they're what they're doing there is trading for a guaranteed starter. What they're doing now is trading for a backup who is going to be able to push the starter. Which are oh, perfect. I I get hundred percent, but. Why are you going out? Because you have a start, you have a backup immediately who is 
uh, able to come in and perform when needed? Why are you then going and wasting draft capital on someone who come in, who will come in and is potentially never going to start? There's something not quite right about it. Um, questions are obviously now being asked about Hurts, maybe. I know could you like a, Hurts and that's great, but... Could be a COVID safety net, could be an injury we Ooh. don't know about, could be a million different things. It could be. Um, it's not a dreadful idea for a team like the Eagles to have three quarterbacks and see what works and what doesn't at this point in the season. Um, yeah, it's a six-round pick. It's not going to break the bank, is it? So, you know, if, you, if you've got the roster spot, you might as well use it on somebody and why not another quarterback that you know started and played reasonably well in the league? Exactly. This guy's got 37 touchdowns to 11 interceptions and over 5,500 passing yards. So could do worse for a six-round exactly. pick. And no, I, I absolutely agree. And this is a guy that they've brought in as an option to potentially you know, start. So is it saying... I, I agree the move is absolutely perfect. The move is, is, is a great move for them. But what's the motivation behind the move? Ultimately, we won't know. Well, I mean, um, we know Flacco's injury prone and has got neck and, and shoulder issues and so on and hmm. so forth and it's fairly expensive for a backup so you know it, it may well be that that actually Flacco ends up getting cut um, sooner rather than later but well you know, they've already I, cut Nick Mullen and Nick are you talking about the 5,000 passing yards 5,500 for Gardner Minshew yeah I mean Nick Mullen's not going to be far away from that so it, it's not a case of uh, you know, they've cut a nobody in order to sign someone who's got decent yardage. Nick Mullins played entire seasons with San Francisco. So it it just it just feels a bit odd. I, I wasn't expecting, I was expecting him to be, um, you know, to be traded, but not necessarily to the Eagles, especially when the Eagles have their guy. It just raises questions of do they honestly believe that Hurts is their guy? I mean, we're ultimately going to see next draft because chances are the Eagles are picking high. So it's, it's the truth for Proof will be in the pudding then. Won't be the highest in the NFC least. Uh, last bit of news then, boys. Uh, the Saints will not be playing in the Superdome anytime soon as Hurricane Ida continues to cause havoc along the Gulf Coast. The team will be unlikely to return for at least a month. They're currently planning to stay at Dallas-Fort Worth and will likely play their home games then at Cowboys AT&T Stadium. The only schedule conflict there would come in week four against the Giants when the Cowboys are also playing at home and so are the Jets. Um, but there's plenty of time to watch the story develop before that becomes an issue. There's always sometimes when the, an outside influence comes in, and this time it's Hurricane Ida. So, yeah, it, typically it's going to hit the Gulf Coast if anything, any bad weather or uh, the panhandle. So we might be seeing home games at AT&T for about a month. Yeah, I'm sure that's not the worst thing. It's a, it's a pretty nice place to play. <laughs> it's nice. I mean, so the, the Saints have had to do it before. I mean, they had that whole season after Katrina where they played um, mm-hmm. nothing but away games, basically, um, playing we're, wherever we're, they could. It does feel like they've got a bit more of a plan for it this time around, though. Um, so they're already, like you said, you know, training in, in Fort Worth. And you know, it would make sense if they just stay in Texas and, and play the games as well. But, you know, at the end of the day, I suppose it'll be up to Jerry Jones, won't it, as to whether they play there or not. Mm-hmm. When when Katrina hit, well, what was that? Did they have a permanent home or did they just play as and where they could find a place? It was, they kind of just played as they played every game as an away game, basically. So, I think eventually they played four or five games at one of the colleges, but I can't remember exactly which one. Um, but it certainly initially 
it was very much a case of, oh, right, we can't use the Superdome. Well, let's just play every game as if it was an away game. Um, and I think they would they would basically, I think they got quite lucky in that their games, or maybe the NFL did them a favour, actually, and clustered all their games so they would always play two or three within kind of the same vicinity. So they'd go to California for three weeks and play the Rams and Niners or whatever, and then it would be, you know, go and play Denver and whoever else is in the Midwest, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Tour. You know, and they I think they did it as kind of little clusters to help them out. Um but yeah, it's you know, it it is obviously we hope, you know, it's doesn't seem to be on the surface as bad as Katrina, so we hope that you know, everything can be sorted out sooner rather than later. Absolutely. Yeah, that's and that, of course everyone in the area yeah, and that, of course, you know, the evacuations are starting and that everyone's getting out safe. So, mm. you know, football football does take a bit of a backseat at mm. these times, but, you know, the Saints Saints will be used to it. The Saints will have that contingency plan in place already since Katrina. And, you know, good luck to them for the season, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I saw some of the pictures of it and it was utterly awful. I mean, it's, there's one point where they showed a, an after picture and it was loads of rubble. You're thinking what the hell is that and then they showed the picture before and there was a school there and it was like fudge where the hell is the school it's gone it's finished you think bloody hell so yeah now as you say bigger things than football but I still want to see the Broncos win I'm not going to (laughs) lie back to back to NFL then boys so another thing that happens at the end of the preseason is we get to see the release of the top 100 players as voted for by NFL players Uh, I'll just go through the top 10 quickly just for anyone who doesn't know. Uh, so number one was Patrick Mahomes. Number two, Aaron Donald. So the previous number one. Third was Aaron Rodgers. Fourth, Derek Henry. Five, Travis Kels. Six, Devontae Adams. Seven, Tom Brady. Eight, DeAndre Hopkins. Nine, TJ Watt. And ten, Josh Allen. I always have a problem with these lists voted for by players because mm-hmm. surely, surely, you know, they're all just voting for their teammates and, and their friends. Surely, you know, JJ, JJ is going to be voting for TJ and TJ's voting for JJ. And well, yeah. JJ's not in the top 20 <laughs> let's go that way. It's just that way well, he shouldn't be anymore. But, you know, it's 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 just the mutual society, isn't it? Of patting each other on the back. Um you know, it is what it is. The only one I'd argue there is Brady, but you know, I think I've <laughs> made my feelings on him quite clear over the years. Mm, I think maybe John Joe Hopkins is a, shouldn't be ahead of Stefan Diggs for last year. As much as I it's love DeAndre year. Hopkins, I don't think it's he one year. as much as Stefan. Body Diggs. of work. Body of work. I think I think DeAndre Hopkins is has has got a bigger body of work than Stefan Diggs has. Um like I said, you know, take all these things with a pinch of salt when they're the hundred greatest players of the moment, but as I'm only saying that because there's only two Raiders on the list. I yeah, where was the top Raider? Would probably be Waller, wouldn't it? it was I don't know. Off the top of my head, thirty-five, thirty-five, and then probably Josh Jacobs, probably around fifty odd, I reckon. But yeah, I I, I haven't perused the entire list. Top Bronco, is there a top Bronco? One hundred and three, <laughs> isn't it? Didn't make the <laughs> list. Bradley Chubb was at forty. I know that, but. Yeah. You have to remember that, uh, yeah, you have to remember that Von Miller was out. Von Miller's normally, I think, normally about 10 or 11 or something like that. It normally hovers around about there, but he was out last season with his ACL. So. Yeah, well, that's actually a really good segue, Dave, because I want to talk about um, injuries before we go mm-hmm. into our main feature. 
So just going through some of the big names that aren't going to be playing um, for the foreseeable future. First up for the Ravens, J.K. Dobbins. So he's placed on uh, injured reserve on Monday uh, with a knee injury. So that's the entire season, I believe. LJ Fort, who's a linebacker for the next Steeler. He's also torn his ACL, so he's on injured reserve. Uh, Panthers lost Troy Pride. He went on injured reserve a fortnight ago. Uh, he was a cornerback. The Bears lost Mike Pennell, defensive tackle, um, for an undisclosed injury. So thanks very much for that um, athletic reports. Tevin Jenkins, their round one draft pick. He's undergone a back, uh, back surgery. And the Bears hope he's going to be able to return sometime this season. But that's a massive loss. Uh, Packers still have David Bakhtiari as an update today that he is still going to be missing at least the first six weeks of the season. T.Y. Hilton for the Colts. He's going to miss multiple games due to a, a disc issue in his neck. Travis Etienne, the round one pick for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's on a season-long injured reserve. Um, he's ineligible to play this year at the very least with a foot injury. For the Vikings, Irv Smith Jr., the tight end, he'll have surgery this week to address a meniscus injury. Uh, that doesn't sound very promising. They've just brought in Chris Herndon from the Jets. The Patriots. So get ready for this lot. Stefan Gilmore, the Pro Bowl cornerback. They've placed him on injured reserve slash pup list for his quadriceps injury. So he's ruled out for at least the first six games of the regular season. Troy Finn-Megali and Dalton Keane, two of their 50 tight ends, um, are both off on uh, injured reserve. You've got Raquel McMillan, the ex-Dolphins linebacker. He's placed on injured reserve after tearing an ACL in a recent practice session. And the third-string Jarrett Stidham, he obviously underwent surgery on Wednesday for a back injury, expected to miss around 12 weeks. So a bit more weird how they got rid of Cam. For the Saints, I shouldn't be telling them this before our fantasy draft, but boys, they've lost uh, Will Lutz. He suffered a core muscle injury during Saturday's practice, and he may now need surgery that would lead to an absence of at least five weeks. So one of the best kickers in the game. Uh, Michael he was going to be my number one pick in the draft as he well. Usually is, yeah. I know you love picking a kicker in round one. Uh, love a kicker. Davis. Uh, Michael Thomas is confirmed that Thomas will miss at least the first five weeks of the season. So a guy that used to be number one on uh, fantasy draft boards uh, for wide receiver. Um, terrible last year and now won't play the first quarter of the season, basically. For the Jets, Vinnie Curry, the veteran defensive end, is ruled out for the 2021 season after having undergone surgery to address a blood disorder. And Carl Lawson, the Jets placed Lawson after an Achilles injury on injured reserve on Tuesday. The Jets responded by picking up former Bills first-rounder Shaq Lawson from the Texans for a sixth-round pick next year. Two more injuries. No relation, no relation but maybe brothers. Uh, the 49ers, Michael Kendricks, with a toe injury, will be out for at least a month, according to coach Carl Shanahan. Uh, Kendrick's completed his one day of jail time for securities fraud recently, so it's probably just happy to be on a roster. Um, Kendrick's currently still has three years of probation, 300 hours of community service, and a fine of $100,000 for taking insider information to make over $1.2 million when playing for the Eagles. And last but not least, Seahawks linebacker Ben Burkeven has suffered uh, a knee injury on Saturday. That's season ending as a torn ACL. So there are some notables. There are obviously more that are out for different periods, a lot of them for covid uh, yeah, for, for different reasons, but those are the big names on some on, of the teams that are out on for, the, a, for a uh, of time. On the Patriots, as you mentioned, one of the million tight ends that they've got yeah. is Troy Fumagalli. Yeah, he was drafted Thanks by the Broncos in I think the third round, um, and his guy's got bags and bags and bags of talent, but he's just always injured. And I was hoping he was going to be able to go to uh, New England and really sort of try and kick on. Uh, but yeah, it's just injuries hitting again. 
So uh, yeah, good luck to the guy because he's a, he's one of those really really nice guys, um, and injuries have just absolutely tore up his career. So yeah, hard luck for him there. Well, there we go. Let's have a quick break, boys, and then we'll come back and do our main feature for the day, shall we? Sounds like a plan. Welcome back, guys, to part two of the Final Down NFL podcast. We've been through the news. We've talked a little bit. Now we want to go into our main feature for today. It's the end of the preseason, so it's time for our um, still far too early predictions on everyone's win and loss record uh, for the regular season. So what we've done... Um, as a bit of prep work, everyone went and picked out every team's win and loss record for the season. We're not going to talk about losses. We're going to talk about their win record because that's a bit easier. We'll go through every single division. Uh, we're going to start with the AFC because it's better. And we're going to go with the East, <laughs> I think, boys. How about that? We'll go for the East to start. That's fine. And am I right in thinking that you've got the order Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, Jets? You would be what? correct in saying that, terrible Jim. Yes. Are you, are you saying as a finishing order within the division? As a finishing or order. Saying, I'm not saying those are four teams. See, I, I I may not necessarily have put them in that order, but I yeah, I, I think I think Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, Jets sounds about right. Okay. What I'm happy giving... to dip my toe in. I'm happy to dip my toe in the water first and give you the records that I think first of all, if you want. Let's do. Let's just do the Bills, all right? If we're kind of consensus that the Bills are probably yeah. going to win this division, how many wins are they so, getting? Punk. Order of note before we start, just, just before we start, this season there are 17 games. Everyone yes. remember that. Yes. Just want to put that out there, just in case any listeners are There's no thinking, eight and eight. Jesus, they're going, why they pick 17 games for the for the Jets? You know, that's that's kind of you just want, yes, just want to I have the Jets Win. winning 17 games this season. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, if they Bills, were playing college many, independent football, they wouldn't win 17. How many games are the Bills winning punk? 13. Ooh. Dave, I've got I've got twelve. I've also got thirteen. Interesting. So I've got the under. You got the under out of those, okay? I've got the under out of them. So my thinking on uh, the Bills was every now and again, and this is kind of a historic thing. Um, the Bill. So in recent history, the Bills have been brilliant, and the one thing they've lacked is a pass rush. They kind of now have that. Uh, with what they've got in free agency and what they drafted. The reason I've gone 12 is historically, in recent years, the Bills have always shit the bed. There's been random games that they've lost and you thought, how the hell have they lost that? A couple of years ago, they lost badly to the Lions. They almost lost to the Broncos about two years ago as well. And they just have moments where you just think, what planet are you guys on? Now, Josh Allen is obviously taken them to a new level, but I, I put 13 originally. Um, and their in-conference record last season was unbeatable. They were 6-0 and in conference last year. So that obviously is going to help them. But I just felt that 13 was a little bit rich, especially with the emergence of like the Dolphins and the Patriots going to be better as well. The, the Bills are really, really simple. They're young. They're good. They were good last season. They're better this season. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Yeah. Last year, they were 13-3. and three. And there's an extra game. So technically, you could make the argument that they're going to be 14. But the teams in their division are better as well. Yeah. I've got them this losing to the Bucks and the Saints, the Steelers and the Jets. No, I haven't done that. 
Oh, I'm for every I didn't go that far. I just I just went with records that I thought when they'd you get. when you add up all of my wins across all of the NFL, it's probably it's completely improbable because there's no way oh, those wins no. are going to all tie in together. I wait, haven't gone wait. through each individual game. I've just what does each team feel like they are they, and the Bills feel like they are a twelve team win. Uh, 12 wait team. till you hear what I've got in the NFC West. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't right. wait for that. Literally. All right, so we got we've done the Bills 30, 12 or thirteen wins. We think it's around that that area again. Yeah. Uh, let's go Could for the Miami. Good. Let's go for the Miami Dolphins. So, Dave, what have you got for their wins wins column? Double digit ten, same as last year. Snap. I put ten. I've got eleven, so I've gone one better for that. Ooh. We're still Ooh. close. We're still we're still on the same track here, boys. Yeah, we're yeah, we're all, right. we're all we're all thinking. I mean, if, thinking if you on would the same lines. Me, if you'd have asked me what division are we all going to agree on most, I would have picked the AFC East. To be <laughs> honest, yeah, the yeah, yeah. with all the, NF, all the NFC North. They're the two we I think will probably agree most out of everything. Mm. So it's not too much of a surprise. Again, the Dolphins are brilliantly coached. Yeah, the only thing that lets them down is their lack of. Uh, superstardom at quarterback. If if they had a better quarterback, then you could push them on. If Tua pushes on this season and becomes what I certainly hope he can become, then there's no reason they can't win 13 or 14 games. Mm-hmm. They, they can potentially be that good because every single time I've seen them, they've looked a better unit. Um, so it, it's just literally that lack of inspiration at quarterback that, that makes me wonder. The other thing they lacked last season were wide receivers. That could catch this is all and they've true. sorted that out. This is they, they have definitely sorted that out. So, you know, on, on that basis alone, it makes me think they're going to be a better unit than last year. When well, the first yep, pick was a, an ex Alabama receiver as well, so two is fully uh, aware of Jalen Waddle. Yeah, yeah, can only help. And Waddle uh, okay. is going to be one of those guys who can just throw, absolutely blow the top off. Yeah, it's super, super good. Let's talk about the New England Patriots then. What's the win lo- win record for them? I'm not talking about losses. I'm talking about wins. I think it's your turn to go first, isn't it, James? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I am going, Punk, for eight. Ooh. That's I went right. Nine. They're going to have a losing record this season. Eight and nine. It feels weird saying eight's a losing record. That's See, I went weird. nine and eight, so they've just about <laughs> got a winning record for me. I've gone eight <laughs> and nine. Um, I did do this before I knew Cam was out. But ultimately, I, I don't think it's going to make much of a difference. So, uh, yeah, I've gone eight wins. I think they'll get more wins than they were last year. But ultimately, I again, it's the same as it's the same as Dolphins. They're a good team. I just think they're lacking that inspiration at quarterback. Well, I mean, it, looking at some of the the results, I had them losing home games to Miami, Tampa Bay, Cleveland, Tennessee, and Buffalo. I don't think I'm a million miles That's off fair. of that. I think they're yeah, they're I, worse I than all of those. So I've not been nasty about anything. It's just how it rolls out. This is different to what you think. I mean, when I was, I did, I did what you did. I could do the kind of what I think they might be compared to what they actually turned out to be. It's not always the same thing. But uh, yeah, eight wins, I think, for the Patriots. Punk? I went nine, so I've, I've got the over. Right, okay. And Dave, you went I for eight as well, that... didn't you? Yeah, I went for eight as well. Um, I'm not crazy. Exactly... No, no, no. I agree, I agree with you. I, I just, I think there's, I don't see them going below eight. I mm-hmm. think eight's where it, that feels like the par. It feels like an easy golf hole where everyone's going to score a par and occasionally go above. I only see them going higher than eight. I don't, I don't, I don't see them being a seven win team. They feel they're better than a seven win team. They're probably, if I'm honest, better than an eight win team. Mm. Um, they're just probably going to lose a few games mm. by one score. 
Let's talk about the New York Jets then. So, uh, Dave, what have you got for the Jets' win record? So, the Jets only won two last year, but I am, and they didn't win a single game in conference. Um, I am completely ignoring that because it's Me a too. new regime, it's a new quarterback, um, but ultimately it's the Jets. And they're, I don't think one person, take out the quarterback, and I don't think one person on the skill side of the offense would get into most other teams in the NFL. I just think they're massively lacking quality and depth. Um, and I've gone for four wins. I hope it's more. I do hope it's more than that. But I, I think they're only really going to win four games. Okay. Interesting. Punk? I went five. Ooh, um, okay. More spicy. More spice. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I get what you were saying about last season. But I, in my mind as well, I, I think back to a few games where they actually just shot themselves in the foot. You know, game against the Raiders is a perfect example. You know, they're winning with yeah, that's, that's zero true. time on the clock and all, away you go. And they had kind of two or three where, you know, ideally, really, they should have been winning them anyway. So I don't think five is being overly generous, but I also take on board the fact that they are just genuinely not very good. And although will have taken a step forward this year, won't have taken a giant leap. Well, I've, uh, while you've been eating Jal Frazee, I've been eating Vindaloo. Because I've got oh, super spicy for the Jets. I actually, I've been super positive. I love Robert Sala. I think that he's going to have a, a massively positive effect in in New York. To long and short of it, boys, I've gone for nine. Good God, nine Spice. wins. Yeah, spicy. Well, you just you top no, up the their average, you top up the results at the end of the season. I think they're going to win away to Denver, to Atlanta, to Houston. <laughs> And to Buffalo, there's there's always that kind of interdivisional thing where they switch the games. I think actually Jets uh, away to the Buffalo might be game seven, game eighteen. So you always get a win against a team that's kind of benched their starters to make it a bit better. But yeah, it just kind of fell that way for me. Um, they've can got I, a, so a fairly easy we schedule. See. And I think so some people like Elijah Moore are going to be slept on. So can I just ask, just the start in the season against the Panthers, mm-hmm. um, which way do you see that going? Oh, I'm only going to do this for like the first five. That's away. Games. I think they, I think they lose that game. First game of the season, 50-50. Okay. So they, yeah. lose, they lose that game. That's fine. Okay. So then against the Patriots in week two, I've got they the win. Patriots as an eight-win team, um, and the Jets as a four-win team. You've, you've got them. I've got the Jets winning that game at home. Jets winning that game. Then against mm-hmm. the Broncos, you've got the Jets winning that game. Yep. Moronic, but whatever. <laughs> then they got the Texans. Uh, winning that four. game. The winning, the winning against the Texans. Okay. Yeah. I'm not criticizing. Everyone's got their view, no matter how daft it is. Then they've got the Falcons and then the Patriots. I'm assuming you've got win winning both of those two as well. Uh, winning, yes. One of them, at least. I think they might lose one so, of the games to New England. Okay. So they're starting the season. So you said they beat the, they'd lose to the Panthers first game. Then they beat yeah. the Jets, beat the Broncos, beat the Titans. So they're going to be what? No, they lose to the Titans. Two. They lose to the Titans. You said. You said beat the Titans. No, I didn't. You said beat the Broncos. Yeah, beat the Broncos, beat, beat the, the Falcons. So they're going to be one, two, three, four. So four and three to start the season. Yeah. They then finished nine and eight, as far as I'm concerned. Then they're going to be five and three. Okay, okay. I mean, beat the, Beng- beat the Bengals, lose to the, lose to the Bills at home, lose to the Dolphins I mean, at home, lose to, lose to the Eagles. I'm not, like, I'm not giving them a 15-win season or anything. They lose they, other they games. Do- they do play the Panthers, which is a 50-50, 50-50 game. They play the Patriots twice, which 
you could argue one game one way. Um, The Falcons are absolutely terrible, but they can outscore anyone. Then they've got the Bengals, the Colts, depends on who they're playing at quarterback this week, and then the Texans. And then God knows what's happening with the Eagles and the Saints. And then they've got the Jags as well. Do you know what? It's not ridiculous. Well, there you go. It's not. It's not ridiculous. Okay, I take it back, but I still think the Jets. I know it sounds crazy. It probably is crazy. The Jets could win nine. At the end of the day, the Jets are the Jets. They'll find a way to shoot themselves in the foot with at least yeah. three There's of those changes games. Going end up with five wins. Changes going but, on. Yeah, maybe, maybe, but wins. not enough this year to go from two to nine. <laughs> I agree, and I, I like Robert Salah as well. Um, but I'm, I'm also a massive, um, I'm, I'm a massive fan of. Um, what's happening well what's happened with Miami with um, Flores going in there and Mm. Flores when he first started with the Dolphins they were terrible I mean they were really really terrible and it takes a good while for a head coach with you know who's got something about him to actually put his mark on the team so I don't see them I don't see his impact happening immediately from the beginning of the season I'm not sure Zach Wilson's got enough to get those early wins, but it's interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm worried about it, Zach Wilson nice too, that, but I think he's got a good supporting cast, so I'm just I'm going for it. it there we go. It's nice that the AFC East is a bit more up for grabs than it has been in recent years. So let's absolutely just happily leave it at that. So it's not up for uh, grabs. The Bills are walking away with that division. You know <laughs> I mean? in, in terms of okay, runners up positions, pretty much up for grabs. So uh, let's move on. We all we all agree then that so it's uh, other than Jim. Jim's got it. Uh, Bills, Dolphins, Jets, Patriots. Yeah. Um, Punk, you and I have got Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, Jets. Correct. Cool. Right. Let's do the AFC North because there can be no argument there. Well. No, there's no, there's no argument there at all. No. <laughs> I was going to say I agree, but probably not in the way that you think. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Um. Shall I? I'll go Steelers then because they won the division last year. Uh, I've got yep. them getting 13 wins. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> really? Hold for applause. Uh, I I have a a very very mediocre nine win season for the Steelers. <laughs> Which is interesting because I've got you winning three. Now, let me explain. Plus 10? No, I'm only joking. I've got you winning nine as well. Nine? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. The, the problem I have, I was looking at it, and the problem I've got is your offensive line. You, <laughs> you had no run game last year, and your offensive line has only got worse. No, so it hasn't. It, oh, it has. So it just <laughs> feels opinion, as though... Man which is exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> it just feels as though your division has got better and you haven't. And it just, you don't fill me with confidence. I don't look at the Steelers and think, my God, they're going to be brilliant. Last year, when other teams were starting to adapt to what you did, yes, you went, sort of, what was it, 13 games unbeaten. But then 11, after that, yeah. 11 games unbeaten. And after that, you got beat numerous times by ordinary teams, um, which I find difficult to ignore. And then in the playoffs, you completely shot yourselves in the foot. So, yeah. 10 fell about right, but I wanted to go one under because it's the Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> when, why would you not? In a less long-winded way, that's yeah. kind of similar to how I feel. It's just a case of, I think other teams in the division have done more to get better. And I'm not yeah. sure you guys have moved forward enough. Paper Tigers, in, in, boys. In what you were bad with last year. Maybe completely wrong. You know, it mm. might be completely wrong, but we shall see. We shall see. But I think 13's rich anyway. Mm. Well, m- just for everyone's benefit, my losses for the Steelers come 
uh, away at Green Bay, away at Cleveland, away at Kansas, and at home to Tennessee. You missed out the Broncos. You playing as no, well, no, I definitely but... saw that as a win. <laughs> you got the Raiders again this year because we always be. Uh, you absolutely do you don't. That's true. That's, that's true. Clearly no, going to win. They actually, they absolutely do always beat you. <laughs> a couple of years ago, you played them and you were on the sensation. That's the past. Form. That's the past. Let's move on then. Yeah. Got, what, what have you? So <laughs> next, let's team. move on. Who's the second team then? We're going with the Browns as the consensus second team. We can team go with the Browns. Team? Well, Ravens finished second last year. They did. They were the fifth seed last year. They, so they we'll go the Ravens. I've, I've, got, I've got the Ravens as uh, 12 wins overall. Okay. Punk? Now, I have the Ravens at 11. I have the Ravens at 7. Oh, whoa. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's, there's, there's no animosity there at here. all. Is <laughs> so I know what this is going to turn into. You think I'm just being biased against the uh, the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, but it's not that. Absolutely. It's not. It is. It is. It's not. Look, they've got some so tough is. games. They've got some tough games. Look at some Everyone's of their, their got home some tough games. It's the NFL, mate. It's they no always lose to games. the Chiefs. They always lose to the Chiefs. Um, there are awesome games. They've got to play the Rams. They've got to play the Steelers, who is their bogey team. Um, I think Minnesota will have a good game against them. Chargers might turn up. It was one of Colts' uh, strange wins that I put in there. So there's some losses at home. Baltimore weren't great last season. They, If you remember, like three quarters of the way through the season, they were in danger of not making the playoffs. And they managed to scrape their way in. They broke a few fingernails to get there, but they managed to scrape in, get their Super Bowl win against the Titans, and then bust out the next week. So that's what the Baltimore Ravens are. And they've only regressed since last season, as far as I can see. No J.K. Dobbins. Uh, Lamar has been found out. And they've got no plan B because they try and put in wide receivers. There's no point because he can't get to them. So put Cam Newton in there. Put Cam Newton in there. I've got them. I've got them. You know, they beat people like Chicago and Detroit and Las Vegas and Denver, you know. But, you know, they're going to lose out away to the Dolphins. That's not a bad loss there. They're going to lose away to Cleveland. I've even I've got them losing away to Cincinnati as well because it's a division game and I, I quite like the Bengals and what they're doing this season. So <laughs> they have a fifty fifty thing, so they get they get their own back at home. But this a away, up? am I on punk? <laughs> What's wrong with that? Look, they weren't far off it last year, so seven wins this year. What I what I love about this is, I mean, nothing. I know this division in you one don't. breath. Jim has said, that's history. It means nothing. And in the next breath, he's saying, I've got them losing to the Steelers because we're their bogey team. Make your yeah. mind up. That's, I mean, that's history and present and on? future, Dave. That's, that's <laughs> forever. Rubbish. I've got you. I've got them winning, winning 12. Not a chance. Good Not a you. chance are they winning seven. That's outrageous. Seven. I thought we were going to disagree on Cleveland. <laughs> we might still disagree on let's Cleveland. Just, let's talk about Cleveland then. What have you got for Cleveland? It's your turn to go first, James. Oh, yeah. I've got ten. I've got I twelve. Mean, that's that's surprising uh, that you've gone that many. I've gone eleven. Um, I think <laughs> Cleveland have improved. I think they bought in John Johnson, who's probably one of my favourite defensive backs in terms of what he does, and he's a big loss for the Rams. But they've got considerably considerably better, and their biggest signing might just be Grant Delpit, who. They picked up in not in the last draft, the one before, but got mm. injured for all of last year. So he's another player who's going to come in and help shore up, um, uh, shore up that secondary, despite having one of the worst draft videos when he was at home with all of his parents, and every one of them was wearing a Delpit t-shirt. It really <laughs> irritated me. 
Um, but yeah, I've got 11 wins for them. Before I did my picks, I, I had 12. them winning 12. I like the Browns. I like the Browns this year. I think the Browns are going to be good this year. I think the Browns will be entertaining to watch. And I think they will... I mean, they're always entertaining to watch. Absolutely always. win this division. Hands down for me. So, one one question. They also um, get Odell on, Beckham back. One question on that. I might not be a good thing. Um, <laughs> you mentioned that the Jets have always... The Jets will always be the Jets and they'll manage to nose it up somehow. Is there not a fear that the Browns will always be the Browns and they'll manage to nose it up somehow? You no, because they kind of proved last season, didn't they? They proved it last season that this is a different type of Browns. Definitely. I mean, they did in the playoffs. Yeah, they, they got through. <laughs> well, you have to get card, to the playoffs. When have you ever seen the Browns in the playoffs? I don't think you've okay. ever seen the Browns I've in the playoffs. I've not seen the Browns in the last playoffs. season. There you go, you see? <laughs> yeah, but doing it for one season doesn't distract from their history. Which is, history but you have to start with one season and then build it up to the second season well, and the yeah. third season. I vaguely remember at the end, towards the end, one of the end podcasts of last season, I think you were all getting a bit you know, giddy on the Browns were actually saying they could make a Super Bowl push. Well, I and I don't you know, ever remember that's not that. to say they won't. I mean, Look, I, I, I like players. the Browns and I like what they do. I like the Browns and I like what they do, but I don't honestly, be- I think they will in certain circumstances Browns it up. Um, mm-hmm. So I had 11, Punk, you had 12, Jim, you 10. had him, what did 10. you 10. 10. Still into the play- okay. still comfortably into the playoffs. Double digits all the way. Right. The Cincinnati Bengals. Last, but certainly. So, is it... so I'll go for this one then. Yep. Uh, four. Oof. Okay. Four. That's a bit harsh. Uh, I've got them winning five. Um, just, and that's purely based on Joe Burrow, because I think he is, uh, I'm going to say it, he's the best quarterback in the AFC North. <laughs> I think he is on pure talent. I think he's the best oh, quarterback yeah, yeah. In, in the FC North. Yeah. Uh, I've got them winning seven. That's a lot in my mind. It is, but you know, I actually back Joe Burrow and they say it. So I think he's a quality yeah, but quarterback. It's, it's, if you haven't injured I after think we... six weeks, then yeah, yeah, but have been like you have to look at the circumstances around him getting injured in six weeks. That was because <laughs> he had no offensive line protecting him at all. Had to do it all himself. And of course, you know, they they had the chance to address that in the draft in the offseason. And yeah, to a degree they've done it, but have they done enough? I'm not sure. So for it's me, still a losing I think, record, I think the, but I think they're going to be more competitive yeah, in absolutely. games. And so if you're competitive, you've got a chance in some of these 50-50s against weaker opponents. Um you can get But a if I was giving home. the Steelers nine, I couldn't give the Bengals more than four, well, to be no. honest. I just went through the fixtures and that's how it, it came out. They got seven wins because I think in some of those games, Joe Burrow might be the difference. Uh, Jamar Chase is having a rocky start, but I'm sure he'll he'll make it right. You know, he hasn't played a lot in the last two years. So when he gets firing all cylinders, then they're going to be a, a real problem. Uh, and no one's really talking about Joe Mixon either. He's still a quality running back. Think- uh, very dangerous, so. I think one yeah. of, one of the, the key for them on offense is going to be that offensive line um they've they've got quality at quarterback they've got quality at running back as you say with with joe mixon wide receiver they are sneakily good i mean alden tate's coming if he can stay fit he's you know decent in the slot tyler boyd t higgins and jamar chase very Mm -hmm. very good but it's just about protecting joe burrow as you've said you know if they can keep him upright and just 
give him three seconds to pass. On every play, just give him three seconds. Play him out a shotgun, stick uh, a zoom. Is it a zoomer? Is Uzumara one side and Drew Sample the other side and just put in seven blockers and just everyone downfield. Just give him three seconds and give him the ability to be able to just, just run through progressions and make a pass. They do that. Keep it simple. That it gives them a chance. If they don't mm. win the line of if they don't win the line of scrimmage, it's going to be really, really difficult for the Bengals. Really difficult for the Bengals. Let's move on to the South. Let's move on. The Titans have been winning it the last few seasons. So, what have we got for their their win record, boys? Let's go for Punk first. Titans. I have them winning eleven. I've got twelve. I've got ten. It's all boys. So again, we're not we're not we're not a million miles away. No. Yeah. The only, I mean, the only reason I've the gone Titans are winning, steady Eddie. Aren't they? Yeah, and the, the reason I've got them winning one more game than last season with the extra fixture is the fact that everyone in their division got weaker. Everyone. And well, I, I don't I think that's count. true. Well, I think it is. <laughs> I think it is. The, Col- the Colts have got weaker. Um, Jags have not got I think weaker the Colts than last have, season. I think the Colts, Colts, Colts aren't weaker than last season. I think they've just got a lot of injuries. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the Jags have improved, but probably not enough. I was um, going to say, yeah, the Jags have improved, but to what? You know, it's it's losing five pence and finding ten pence. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. <laughs> They're still not going to be good. We'll get to, to that in a minute. Okay. Either, either way, I mean... Double-digits win seems kind of right for the Titans. They don't have the best yeah. of schedules, which is why I've got them a little bit lower than potentially. I mean, I thought I was going to pick. I thought it was going to be twelve when I started um, doing it, but yeah, it came out as ten. There's just some just some tough games for the Titans, but still comfortably winning their division as far as I can see. This is a weak division. I mean, the AFC yeah. can boast some it, pretty it's... good teams, but this one has gone mm-hmm. downhill pretty quickly. This used to be really competitive, and, and also it had teams that would go from fourth to first and first to fourth quite quickly. But um, yeah, not yeah. There's been a kind of a stagnation in some of these teams. But oh, and the Texans are just completely self-imploded. But um, yeah, Tennessee have got some tough games at home. I've got them losing to Buffalo, to Kansas City. Uh, I've got them losing one game to Jacksonville because it's a division game, and uh, and the Dolphins as well because I'm quite high on the Dolphins this year. But I've got them beating the fact the Forty Niners at home. Um, got them beating the Saints, um, the Colts, the, Char- uh, the Cardinals. So they're still a very good team. It's just when you look at some of those other ones they've got to play this year, that's where it kind of it knocked down from, say, 12 wins to, to 10 in, in my my schedule. I mean, it, what you're saying makes sense, but I, I, don't, I don't feel like the the Titans are impacted as much by a difficult schedule because they'll always find a way to win because their run game is so good. All they need to do is get a little bit in front and they'll constantly drain 40 seconds off the clock because they've got Derrick Henry. So it's, and they've got it's Julio Jones now like, as well. So that's something else. And, yeah, that, that's another thing as well. So they've always, they basically take another man out of the box, which gives Henry that little bit more room to run in. They've, I, we played them a couple of years ago and just you just watch Derek Henry just eat minutes off the clock. He's sitting there going, just just tackle him, just take him low, just, please, just someone just hit him hard. And they ruin <laughs> games. They destroy possession because yeah. of that. And it's so difficult to play. And that's going to win them. That's worth three three wins on its own. 
just yeah. that ability to do that. I thought I'd under-egged it on 12, but I'm the highest. So <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's the possibility that they could, they could be a sneaky one and come out with 14 wins just because of their ability to dominate the clock. But it's that schedule, as you say, that, that makes you pull back on that. Let's go then for the Colts. What we do, because this is this could be anywhere. I'm I've got, I'm fascinated to see what you guys have got for the Colts. How many wins they're getting, Punk? I went nine. <gasps> wow. Okay. I agree. Same. Nine. Jesus yeah. Christ. Okay. I had. If five. I could have had an eight and eight, I would have done. But I, I couldn't have an eight and eight, so I put the extra one in the win column. <laughs> I had five. That's how five? it out. Five. Yeah. Five. How'd you work that out? Blimey. They, they, you, you do know they play the Jags twice and the Texans twice, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's four. <laughs> Not four, actually, but yeah. You're right. It's definitely three. I mean, <laughs> so the Colts last season were a strong team. I like what I like what they've got at running back. I'm not sure on Carson Wentz. I mean, mm-hmm. who knows? I quite um, like Carson Wentz. T- he won't be T- done the season regardless, so. Well, depends on what you say, because there's there's reports that he's going to. So he's already throwing a ball. Um, but it's the amount of injuries they've got at the moment. I mean, all the only news that has come out of Indianapolis is, is injuries. That's all we've heard. Um, and we've heard that T.Y. Hilton's gone down today and his, he's being assessed for a possible serious injury. I mean, by the time you listen to this, you may have already seen news that says he's absolutely fine or not. Um, but they also lost their left tackle his name Anthony Costanzo I was going to say his name escapes me Costanzo retired and they've replaced him with uh, Eric Fisher now Eric Fisher's okay but he's not Costanzo but then he's got Quentin Nelson next to him it's just mm-hmm. the offensive line's got the ability do you think is it as good as it was etc I think their defense will by definition get them above five wins I think five wins without being um, offensive is a ridiculous um, is a ridiculous prediction. I, I, all I right, can't all right. get around that. So okay, I'm... okay. Away games then, boys, for the Indianapolis Colts. Tennessee, are they winning mm-hmm. that in Tennessee? I mean, they have the possibility to win it, but no, I don't think they do. Miami, do they go to Miami and get a win? They could. Anyone could. I don't think. Are they, they really going to do could. it? Well, no. The between they that's why win? you play the games, though. The games are not played on paper. No, that's what we're doing. The thing is, no, no, no. But what I'm what I'm saying is, when I say they could, Buffalo? I know it's. I know you say that anyone could, says that they could. The Broncos could go to Tampa and win. They're not, not going to, but they chance, could. And that's why I'm not exactly. But against the Dolphins, they easily could go there. No, they easily could. No. Like, with that run game that they've got with Jonathan Taylor and Marlon Mack, a hundred percent they could. Absolutely, they could. Miami got some maulers on defense. They're not going to. They're going to get to Arizona and, and get a win well, it's not the same. They are not they the could. same. They could. They absolutely could. I've only got them winning one away game, and that's actually in Baltimore. So, <laughs> I mean, you hate Baltimore. More than <laughs> <you> hate <Netflix. laughs> I've got them they've, got. they've got a tough schedule. I think it's tougher than you probably give them credence for. So, you know, when I look at it, I had them beating the the Texans, the Titans at home, the Jets, and the the Jags at home. So. You know, but I don't, I don't see them winning against the Seahawks or the Rams or the Bucks or the or the Raiders even at, at home. Yeah, they usually beat us. Colts is one of those teams that normally well, beats us. Well, how you beat them? So you know, sorry about that. Oh, 
that's fine, but we always beat you. So you know. <laughs> not. history means nothing. Did you not get the memo? Exactly. 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 All right. Look, look. Okay. We talk about the Colts. That's five wins. I'm the only one giving spicy takes here. Um, are you not? Not really. No. Who are we putting bottom of this division then? The Jags or the Texans? Mm, Texans. Yeah. Texans are bottom of the division. So, Jags, how many wins are you giving the Jags then? I'm giving the Jags a very spicy six. I gave the Jags five, but they're all late wins. Yes. They'll start the season horrendously. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I I gave the spiciest seven. So. Jalapenos. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's not really. See, so I gave it a five. Punk, you gave it a six. Jim gave it a seven. Yeah, only yeah, three. All, again, ballpark, isn't it? It's yeah. it's it's all ball, ballpark. Yeah, you know, they've got two wins because they again they play the Texans twice. So yeah. you know, there's two yeah, on really the board. For, I'm really looking forward to the Texans. Now. <laughs> <laughs> we know we know what the Jags are. The Jags have got no real stars um, on either side of the ball. Other, I mean, other than rookies. So. Uh, they've only got one really tradable asset on the offense, and you know that's uh, DJ Shark. Other than that, I mean, I'm just happy that they they haven't they're not going to try and force through Tebow playing as a tight end, which he absolutely isn't. Um, so yeah, I I don't see them as having enough talent to be able to go on and win any more than five games, to be honest. But I think there's going to be a few garbage time games, and you get a few, uh, sorry, garbage season games when teams are resting starters, all that kind of stuff. Um, generally, I, I don't think they've got the talent to be able to go any more than five wins. So last, but by very means least, in the entire conference, I would say, <laughs> is the Houston Texans. Boys, 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 what are we going to do? Forget with the conference. This is the NFL, mate. Jim, what this... have you got? I want to know what you yeah, got. Yeah, I, I was going to say. Because <laughs> well, I don't have any team getting no wins. At the moment. All right, I've got the Texans getting DOS. Two, two wins. Two wins. Wow. Yeah. Dave, what did you do? Three. And there's a very <gasps> good reason. For, very, very good reason for that. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. One. We're all settled by, you know, one or two wins. Now the reason I've gone for three mm. is Let's hear it. um so I like one or two of the pieces that the Texans have purely, you know, based on just talented players. So obviously they've picked up Philip Lindsay. Their run game's not bad. They've still got David Johnson, Mark Ingram. Oh, there, there we go, Punk. It was so, so you like the ex-Bronco. <laughs> yeah. No, but I've named, uh, sorry, in that sentence, I named two of the players as well. So I like, 30, I like 33% of the players <laughs> mentioned in that sentence. They've also picked up Anthony Miller from um, the Bears as well. So they've got oh, I can't some... Catch. Can't catch. He, well, he couldn't, he couldn't catch from Mitch Trubisky throwing him. As you know, half <laughs> the league wouldn't be able to catch from Mitch Trubisky throwing him. But no, I, I think they've got one or two half decent pieces. What I've based the three on is no one picking up Deshaun Watson. I don't buy that he's going to Miami with all the legal issues that's happening. I don't buy that anyone's trading three first round picks. So, what I'm basing it on is that the legal issues get sorted out one way or another mm-hmm. and he ends up coming back later on in the season and there's going to be three wins there later on during the season that's but this is purely based on Deshaun Watson coming back 
If he doesn't wow. come back, I'm totally, I'm totally in, in the one wing camp. Punk, how much do you want to give odds that um, Derek Watson's never playing for the Texans again? How much can we fleece <sighs> Denver for here? Oh, I agree. It's probably not going to happen. I agree. Yeah. It's probably not going to happen. Yeah, the problem you've got with laying odds on something like that is that, you know, it's it's just so short you can't fleece anybody on it. Yeah, one way or another. Apart from Denver, obviously. He might. Well, maybe. I don't know. Is I've he, heard that John Elway's coming is he back gonna to play? the Broncos, Dave. Is he really going to play? Yeah. I, is there, I all right, let, me ask you, let me ask you a question. And this is just a question for Punk here. Do you think <laughs> anyone's going to pay the three first round and two second round picks that the Texans reportedly want for him? No, but that doesn't necessarily mean he's okay. going to play no, no, no. either. Okay, that's fine. That's just one question there. So is he going to... Is he going to... Uh, is anyone going to pay that? No, he's absolutely not. Are they going to reduce that price to maybe two first round and one second? Would they reduce that price? Maybe. Okay. So that they is might reduce the price. They might also have it taken out of their hands completely. They may. You're absolutely right. Again, they absolutely may. That's another alternative. If they aren't able to trade him because no one's willing to willing to pay that or you know, imagine if they aren't able to trade him and his legal troubles get sorted out. Is there a possibility that he comes back and plays for the Texans? There is a possibility that he comes back and plays for the Texans, but okay, you know, he, he he's got to be happens, in the right mindset and fit enough to do it. If he is in the wrong mindset and unfit enough, he's still better than Terod Taylor or. Uh, a, a rookie Davis Mills who I'm a fan of I like Davis Mills but he's a third round pick um, so if he comes back in and plays is he is it are they is three in those circumstances a ridiculous pick no the chances of all, all that things happening I mean this is me swinging for the fence I don't think it will happen either just for the record I absolutely don't think he's ever going to play for the Texans again but I'm just throwing something out there that's all I otherwise mean, I'm saying I gave two one, wins without Watson yeah, I gave yeah, one without Watson. I was assuming, <laughs> you know, I'm assuming they do exactly what the Jags did last year, pick up one win early from a team that's not quite ready yet. Mm. And th- who who are their first two or three games? I mean, I could have a quick look, but I mean, the, 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 the problem with the Texans is I don't think they've got enough weapons to beat anyone. I don't think it matters. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll have a look. So they're first, they open against the Jags. Yeah, so there's um, there's a possible win. Okay, so the I'll, first, I'll first that week of the season, possible. then they've got the Browns away. That's not yeah, happening. that's not happening. And they're at the Panthers, the Bills, the Patriots, the Colts, the Cardinals. Yeah. So yeah, so it's it's got, that Jags. But then game. they've got a really easy fixture after that because that's only against the Rams. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Yeah, so, so they might be one games against the Colts and the Titans, but they're just kind of the divisional games, and anything can happen. So. Yeah. yeah, one win. One win sounds I'm, right. Put it I'm this way: they're picking first in the draft next year, regardless. I think so. I agree, hundred um, percent. I, but this is the three purely for the record. The three is me taking a swing for the fence and saying Watson will play. If Watson doesn't play, I'm half tempted to go zero, but I'll go one. But this—that's my swing for the fence. I feel like I'm going to spoiler alert and just say I have got one other team going two and fifteen. I'm not going to two and fifteen. Oh, the mission. If it's one the Broncos, I quit. If There's it's the Broncos, I quit the podcast. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't have another two-win team. I, I mean, I'm half surprised. Team, I'm half surprised your two-win team isn't the Ravens, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. 
I am. Am I not merciful? Come on. Right. Let's go for the AFC West one. That's very interesting AFC for best. you two. Well, right, yeah, I mean, well, the Chiefs are in there. So yeah. let's let's talk I'm about the team that, about that going to win this division. I'll, I'll tell you how many wins they're going to have, and that'll be it. I agree. Well, I'm not on. talking about. Them. I'm not 14. talking about. Them. Twelve. Twelve. Yeah, Dave. Fourteen. Yeah, Dave's right. It's fourteen wins. No, you, you Dave's think right. Dave's no right. Said Dave's right. <laughs> You're talking about crazy. <laughs> it's twelve. This time he's right. This time it's fourteen. It's twelve. Wins. <laughs> They're not I, having I fourteen. I, I said I don't want to talk about Kansas, but what they've done on their offensive line, amazing, will will obviously improve them. Um, offensive lines don't typically click early season, but it will click later on in the season. Um, I, I do wish think... I'm over already lost five and then they can win 12. Oh, I hope so. Oh, if they <laughs> open five and oh, then they decide that maybe Mahomes wasn't as good as they thought and they trade him off. And, you know, they decide that someone else yeah. is going to be the king instead and they bring some, bring in Flacco, you know, as, a, as an ex. Yeah. No, the, the, I mean, the Chiefs are very, very good. We don't need to talk about the Chiefs. Everyone knows the Chiefs are very, very good. Um, and and like you say, well. they 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 got better because they uh, addressed their needs. Mm. Simple as that. Well, Dave would be happy to know that one of their three losses I had was away to Denver. Yeah, you see, you should have had it as a home to the Raiders. We always I, beat I them not, at their place. Unfortunately, no, only one loss uh, was you see? at home. That was the Bron- but uh, history the means nothing, does it? So. No, that's why that's why I picked it that way. Um, so okay, the the team that finished second in the division was the Broncos last year, I think. No, Broncos no. finished four. Oh, they... oh, sorry, Dave. Sorry, yeah. who finished That's second four. then? No, it was the. It, I want to say Las Vegas. Are you still playing in Las Vegas? Or have you yes, moved? we Where are still. No, we're still in Vegas this week. Okay, still okay. in Vegas this week, right? Yeah. So it's mm. the San Antonio Raiders then. Mm. So, Punk, go on, what are we going for? What, what's your uh, your win record this season? I, I, I flip-flopped on this. I, I nearly went 17. I nearly <laughs> went four. Um, then the roofie wore off. <laughs> and then, yeah, then then I sobered up and I went with nine. Okay. <laughs> so on the fence, you're getting splinters there. <laughs> okay, Jim? Well, I before I started doing it, I thought nine and eight. But I did the, the picks and they ended up with six. Okay. So, I I tried to do this division and be completely impartial. Is good luck. It's easy. It's easy to do the Kansas City Chiefs. It's because they're so far ahead, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I tried to be completely impartial and take any gla- rose tinted glass I've got with uh, the Minneapolis Raiders or the California Chargers. Mm-hmm. So, the biggest thing for me is the fact that the Raiders have lost a lot of their pieces on their offensive line, and that was their main strength last season. Um, and that's a big thing for me. So last season they won eight. This season I'm going six. So well, oh, okay. we got movement. younger, younger and quicker on the O line with better rush uh, <laughs> blockers. So mm-hmm. Josh Jacobs is going to have a thousand yard season. We've got a decent wide receiver core, and we've got Waller still. Have so you? what? Decent have you got a decent core? wide receiver core? I think it's a very interesting receiver call. But interesting <laughs> that doesn't decent, make it good. It does make it good. Wait and see. Wait and see. You'll be surprised. I mean, hemorrhoids I mean, could be okay. interesting. Brian yeah. Edwards at 22, mate, is absolutely ripping up the Brian, Yeah, Brian Edwards is very good. I'm still, und- I'm not sold on Henry Ruggs. 
I'm I'm not no. yet, but this is his breakout season. So you, you, by the end of this Renfro's, season, um, he will be fine. Renfro's a perfectly, perfectly a good, good slot, slot receiver. receiver. Nothing wrong with him. Possession Willie receiver Snead, that you need to move I, the chains. Willie Sneed, I can't believe he's still playing. Yeah. Um, he's got to be 109 by now. No, he, I saw some of the updates and he was like 28. Rubbish. I don't believe it. I absolutely Zay Jones will be decent. John Brown will be decent. The problem, the problem that I've got, and this is the problem that I've got with the Raiders, and you can't disagree with me on this because this is fact, what I'm about to say. Well, I can and one, I will. No, because you're one injury away from a position anywhere within, uh, anywhere within your depth chart being completely decimated. The well, depth is where the issue is. You, it absolutely we're is. We're, it we're absolutely fine. Is. We're absolutely fine. We're not going to get injuries. That's not going to happen to us. This <laughs> the is, only, this is the, the only and ever thing that doesn't get injuries. <laughs> Good yeah. God! I mean, how can you argue with that? Oh, you can't. You can't argue with logic. That's, you know, uh... the funny thing though, the, the the person I'm most interested to see in all of uh, the Raiders team is Alex Leatherwood. He yes. really, really intrigues me. Now, I understand two things I've heard recently. Number one, that there's a plan to play him at left tackle, uh, right tackle rather than left tackle, because I think you guys are still at Colton Miller. And there's also a plan potentially to turn him inside and play him at guard because uh, Richie Incognito is not in prison this week <laughs> yet. Although by the time you're re- listening to this, that might have changed. Is he still playing? So, I think so. He, I was listening he, to a podcast the other day, and that was mentioned. In fact, that Richie Incognito was listed as a starter. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, he, he was he was listed on the depth chart for preseason as a starter. Sure he still made it. Um, I don't know if he's still in the squad. I haven't looked at the cuts for today, but mm. um, yeah, he 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 will literally be a placeholder if he is still there. So yeah, yeah. so I'm I'm looking forward to seeing Leatherwood because uh, obviously anyone who doesn't know he was the Alabama tackle who was basically protecting Mac Jones for all of his uh, he was the highest rated left tackle in all the one or two years. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So there we go. Let's let's move on because we've got so many more to do. Uh, let's do yeah. the Denver Broncos as we're as we're in the room. Um, Dave, what have you got for the the Broncos this year? Don't laugh. I've gone ten. <laughs> I said, "Don't laugh!" Wow, um, everyone else. You, I thought I thought I'd overegged it, going nine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told you I had two teams getting two wins, and uh, you <laughs> two. No, two. No, as no, many plus, as two. No, there were two plus eight. You got ten as well. I got ten for the Broncos. Yeah, you oh. people suck. Seven, you know what? not as, one as more. As stupid as they are for not picking up Justin Fields, and they are monumentally stupid. And then for I not disagree. pushing the boat out for Aaron Rodgers, which is monumentally stupid, um, and being left with just Teddy Seven. Bridgewater or Drew Lock, and they they somehow picked Teddy Bridgewater for one season um, to do that. They, the rest of the team is mustard. So I, I fully expect Seven. I fully expect ten wins out of it i just have much stronger they've got a great defense they've got receivers coming back like Cortland sutton uh they're going to be a problem yes but who's going to get the ball to him <laughs> it's well, all very know. well having great receivers and so on and so maybe, forth, maybe some laterals don't have fine. a quarter maybe do some laterals well i don't, I don't know i mean you know maybe maybe the fact that it's a mile high maybe teddy bridgewater <laughs> will be able to force the ball a little bit further down the field for more interceptions who knows yes. but no i'm not having it 
seven shook out. single digits, definitely single digits. <laughs> the fact is, the Broncos' defense has the potential to be very good next season. There's a lot of talk of people on Twitter saying we should be number one defense. I'm not buying that, but we should nope. be one of the better defenses next season. It will be difficult yes. to score on us. I don't agree with your analogy of not picking fields. I think the Broncos had a legitimate reason not to pick him. Um, he suffers badly with epilepsy. It's currently managed and they didn't want to pick up a guy they weren't sure of. I have no issue with that. If you have a Isn't leg- that discrimination? If a, no. If you have a legitimate <laughs> reason not to pick up a quarterback, and it is epilepsy is a, is a legitimate reason, um, and I, I know firsthand how bad that can be. One of my friends had epilepsy and died. Um, so it's, I'm not saying it lightly. It is a horrible disease. Um, and it's a legitimate reason not to pick someone. So I have absolutely zero issue with not picking up someone you have a genuine reason for. If there would have been another player, if if he, if he there wasn't that, and it was just because, do you know what, I'm not picking him because I don't fancy him, I'd be jumping up and down and going, you're an idiot. What planet are you on? But I fully under- understand the decision not to. So why not get Rogers? As far as I know, the the, the phone wasn't being answered. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah, simply yeah, exactly. As far as I know, so the Broncos offered three first round picks. That was a formal offer Ooh. of three first round picks. You can't offer any more than that, really, for a player who's in his late thirties. I mean, what else? If how can you do more than that to try and get Rogers? That that kind of is as much as you can offer. Um, so I think the, every effort was made to try and get him. I, I agree that it's not a sexy quarterback pick, but I think it's a sensible win-now option because one thing Bridgewater doesn't do is turn the ball over. And if you've got someone who can move down the field, um, use his protection that he has, because the offensive line now is very good. Um, we have an all-pro You're going to have to Trent Dilfer it. Maybe. That's the only <laughs> way you're going to win 10 games is if you Trent Dill for it. I don't understand. And I just don't see that happening in this NFL lot. nowadays. I mean, you're both talking at the same time, so I don't know what you said, but I'm, what I'm no. going to assume is that you both said you really want the Broncos to win the Super Bowl. And I agree. I do. <laughs> I do want them to win the Super Bowl. I just think, I think this defense is good enough to win enough games and the offense will win a couple. Um, 10 feels a bit rich, but I'm a fanboy, so I'm going 10. I think will be good enough to win at least seven though, at least seven. And that's without the one or two. So last year we lost a number of games by one. History doesn't matter, Dave. We know that. <laughs> does in does in this game. I've got, but now well, we have well, a talk about lock. Let, the me, ball let me ask a question points. about lock then, Dave. Let me talk about Drew Lock. Oh. Because all I've heard on Broncos Twitter is that they've been developing him. He's had been unlucky. He hasn't had a proper yeah. uh, shake of it. This season was supposed to be the one where they were finally going to give him his, his his proper chance to prove himself. And if he didn't, then he had no excuse. But they've just cut his legs off and said, well, I'm not even going to start you because I'm going to start this journeyman quarterback instead. How does that okay. make any sense? If I was a Broncos Broncos fan, I would be incensed. But I didn't have a chance to see if it the guy that we picked in the second round was actually the answer there. Because that's all they've been, they've been saying think- is that they didn't give him a chance and they still aren't giving him a chance. Well, first of all, if you want truth, don't go to Twitter. That's where the idiots live. <laughs> and I'm one of them. At Final Down um, NFL. <laughs> yes. And the the main reason I would say is because uh, right now, 
you have a head coach who is whose head is on the block. So Vic Fangio, do you know what his record is in September? 0-7. That's his record in September. So he wants a quarterback who can come in and win now. His floor is significantly higher than Locks, but his ceiling is significantly lower. It's the safe pick. It's the pick that's going to get me the job next season as a head coach, and that's why he's been picked. I get it. There's more chance of winning games early. Don't be, don't be, you know, don't be surprised if the Broncos start very well. If after seven games we won five, because the fixtures are very nice. By the time we come to the end of the season, it's horrible. I'm not going to lie. Remind me of that after five or six weeks when I go, we're Super Bowl bound. No, you're not. You're going to get battered early. Later on, you're going to get murdered. But I think it makes sense now. And I, it's as I predicted. I, I said that you know Bridgewater would be starting the season. I think Punk, you said that as well. You said that by the time this season yeah. comes around, Bridgewater would be the starter. Yeah, and he is. It's exactly what you say. He is the safe pick. He's yeah. he's the I'm, sensible I... quarterback that. Is going to throw for 220 yards, two touchdowns, yes. pretty much every single no week. Maybe yeah, one no pick, picks. but you know, yeah, it's think, it's just it's just a very safe pick. I think I disagree with your analogy of the journeyman quarterback. I think he's he's bummed around a little bit and sat he's a, behind Drew Lot uh, by um, Drew Brees. Don't forget, Bridgewater's um, career got completely derailed yeah, by that horrific injury. knee injury. So, Head you know, he was well. always struggling to get back. And, you know, the fact that he's even playing on a regular basis and, and winning number one starting jobs is, you know, testament to his his determination and, and to a degree his skill as well. So, you know, good luck to him. But mm. unfortunately, he's gone to a team that just ain't going to win 10 games. <laughs> well, might, might do. Uh, last team in the division then is the Los Angeles Chargers, a team without a home, uh, at least many fans. Ever. So what are we doing for their, their wins? I'll, I'll go first on this one. I've got them winning eight games. Yeah. Um, their weakness has always been injuries. Sorry, I've, I've got nine. Punk. Ooh. Yeah. I went ten. Really? Okay. Yeah. Really? I like the Chargers this year. Well, I don't because obviously they're the Chargers, but <laughs> I kind of like their team or I like their starting teams anyway. If they're all fit, which they probably won't be. So they'll probably win four, but <laughs> they remind me of Arsenal. They remind me of Arsenal oh, in the no. fact that they've got no leaders. No, they've got no leaders. There's no, they've lost no. Melvin Gordon. Melvin Ingram. You know, there's no one there. Melvin Ingram. I said Melvin Gordon. They've lost Melvin lost Gordon as well. As well. <laughs> a season ago. But um, lost some Melvin Ingram it just feels Steelers. like it just feels like they've lost their their je ne sais quoi. And you know, let's not forget by week two, um, you know, Derwin James would be injured again. If they mm-hmm. keep hold of Derwin James, that's a massive, massive impact for them. Um, but it's always the same. The Chargers, you know, look good for a week, and then before you know it, they've got five injuries and they're completely decimated. So it's hard for me to see past. I know, you know, the, the consensus of this podcast, we should call this podcast history doesn't matter. That should be the name of it. But for the charges, it just does. It just does. Yeah. They, they like having an injury and this, as far as I'm concerned, this, this could be the Justin Herbert um, coming out show because he got very lucky. Last year. 
Well, what I mean is that coming out of defences, they they got caught cold by this guy, and he outperformed everything that we've seen through college. Uh, made I me look racially. So I think this I season, how much you disliked him? Yeah, I don't dislike him. I just think he played terrible at Oregon. I don't know where it came from. It's like some sort of quantum leap thing when it happened there, and uh, Scott Bakula was throwing the ball for him. But this season, they've had well, a lot season where it's going to be quality. I think we might find out. If he's good this season, then I'll hold my hands up and say that I will never watch college football again because it doesn't mean anything. But uh, no, I think there's definitely I mean, there's a, a, there's a good chance college football is not going to be there again. <laughs> They'll be in one division anyway. It's just, it's just going to be the SEC and that's it, nothing else. Yeah. Um, I, I can't look past what the charges of what's happened to the charges in recent years. Their offensive line, though, was trashed last season and they've gone out and signed some very good offensive pieces and drafted them as well. So on paper, they should be a better team. On paper, they should be a 12 or 13 win team. But I can't give the Chargers 12 or 13 wins. No. No, not without bursting into laughter. Sorry. <laughs> so there we go. That's the AFC done. All teams. I mean, I had, uh, just because I've got it here, the Chiefs getting number one seed, Steelers and Bills two and three, uh, Dolphins getting the fourth. And then Titans, put Broncos, the Browns where the Steelers are. Titans, Broncos, and Browns getting a ten and seven, and the Jets getting in as well to the playoffs, I believe. Um, so my number one seed is the Chiefs. Number two seed is anyone between uh, the Bills, the Ravens, and the Titans. Punk, your number one seed was Bills. the Bills. Your second seed is the Browns or the Chiefs. Yep, um, both with twelve. Third is Titans. Ravens and that's it so yeah no I don't think there's anything ridiculous in there other than uh, your punk your seven wins for the Broncos is obviously ludicrous but well (laughs) alright well there's the AFC we're going to have a break we're going to come back in a couple of days and give out the NFC side because it might take forever so just remember guys if you want to get involved Follow us on Twitter at FinalDownNFL. Go to thefinaldown.com and please, if you can, become a patron at patreon.com slash finaldown. But until next time, I've been Jim. That's been Denver Dave. That's been Punk Raider. Thank you so much for listening. Mm-hmm.